0: Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beer League, the show where we give our non-expert, expert expert opinions on anything and everything. This week, we were without Secret Dragon. He is out there doing some secret stuff. I think he's in Mexico on vacation or, I don't know, being a spy for the food industry. Uh, But with me is Nick and Beer. We have a full-fledged episode for you. We got all sports talk. Uh, We got timeout. And we got a rank of the most hated athletes of all time. So, without any further ado, let's get right to it. Let's take it from the uh, from the tippy top there.
1: low budget presents beer league
0: okay guys welcome back it is good to see you guys um we are still not in studio we don't know when that will get back but as soon as we can we will um so let's start off as always how was our week of not seeing each other we'll start off with nick uh
1: my week was good i so i wasn't on the podcast last week because Wednesday I went to the Blackhawks game, which uh, they were up 2-0 in the first period and then ended up losing 3-2 in overtime. So the Blackhawks are bad. But I got to remember that seeing watching hockey live is a lot of fun. Um, oh, and yeah. I kind of want to go to some more games this year, uh, even though they're going to be bad, but uh, tickets will hopefully be pretty cheap. So so that was good. And then on Thursday, I had a um, a work event. um So I I started a new job like three months ago now, and I've only been in the office a handful of times. I haven't met very many people in person, so this was my first time like meeting a lot of people in person. So it was like much needed. Everybody was super excited to be together. Um, A lot of the people I work with are like really good friends with one another. Apparently, the advertising industry is like pretty small and a lot of people know everybody else. So like everybody's having a good time. So you know the drinks were fl- flowing, the food was going. Uh, that was a great time. Of course, we ended up bar hopping around a little bit. Uh, ended up at Emmett's Pub, uh, which is a great place, uh, great Irish pub. Um, and then somewhere around twelve thirty one o'clock, my phone is dead. I'm ready to go home because I'm realizing that I'm pretty drunk. Uh, luckily, the Blue Line's right there, and I live right off the Blue Line, so I'm like perfect. I'll just hop on the Blue Line. Don't need to call the Uber. Not a big deal. <laughs> Uh, so I go down there. Of course, the blue, next train's like 20 minutes away. So fi- train finally shows up. I get on it. I immediately pass out, like just dead, pass out on on the train. Uh, I get woken up at the Rosemont stop, um, which is the stop before um, O'Hare. And yes. apparently, like at a certain time of night, they don't let anybody go the rest of the way to O'Hare. So there's all these workers coming on the train saying, "You got to get off. You got to get off." And I'm like waking up like what the hell, what just happened? Uh, so I get off and I'm thinking to myself like, shit, what am I going to do? Uh, it's like two in the morning at this point. Uh, my phone is still dead. So I was like, well, I guess I just got to wait for the train the next way and hope that I don't fall back asleep going the other way. Uh, so I had to wait like another 20 minutes and ride the train, uh, back at like 2:30 in the morning, uh, with everybody and luckily did not fall asleep on the way back. So, uh, nothing was robbed. I still have both my kidneys um, so you know, all in all, was was a good experience on that on that front, but uh, wasn't too impressed with myself. My girlfriend wasn't too impressed with me either. Uh, there's certain moments. Is like I'm 30 now. Uh, you know, it, it it's like when when people who have been addicts talk about like I hit rock bottom and I knew I had to like dig myself out. Like this was kind of my rock bottom. It's like I haven't, you know. The last year and a half has been weird. I haven't been going out and drinking as much or getting drunk like that or anything. It's like it was a good reminder, like, hey, don't be an idiot, dude. <laughs> so so after that, I basically had a very, very chill weekend uh, the rest of the weekend. So um, just watching football, watching Notre Dame and the Bears and all that. So, uh,
0: yeah, that was about it. It is a proven fact. The older you get, declines the amount of days you can go hard in a row
1: for sure yeah it's it's just a
0: known fact like when you're 21 three four nights a week seemed like cake yeah now like i'm 27 i'm about to be 28 this month and it's like going out more than once a week like are you crazy are you a madman like no i can't do it um funny story about the l when our buddy alex first moved in with john uh, they were both a little, they had a couple adult beverages and they got on the wrong train. Mm. Um, and they didn't realize it though. And like some nice, they were, I'll, I'll tell you where they were going. They were going to the heart of the South side, past, past, uh, past White Sox park. If you don't know Chicago, that is not the best area. Where you oh, want to man. be in uh, yeah. at four o'clock in the morning.
2: Anywhere past yeah. thirty fifth and uh, shields is a little
0: sketchy. It gets a little dicey. Um, and two people is a guy and a girl just like taking the train was like, Where are you going? And they so they told them and they're like, You are not on the right train. Like, you gotta get off before the next couple of stops because it can get unsafe. And they're like, Oh my god, thank you. And so that that story Damn. always cracks me up because I love taking the L. I'm a big L guy. I think the L is very easy sometimes. But having said that, like, if you don't know where you're going, you can get in some dicey spots or at least go in the wrong way pretty easily.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It can. Mm-hmm. Did I tell you guys about how I got assaulted on the L? Like, I don't know, probably like seven, eight months ago now? No. Yeah, it's not that interesting of a story other than I got on a car. It was probably about six o'clock on like a Thursday. I got in a car that I shouldn't have got in and immediately there was issues and I kind of just ignored everybody, went to climb into the next car. And as I'm like opening the door between cars, some guy popped me from behind and knocked my headphones off, like my headphones, these ones that I'm still wearing now, like took the brunt of it and I just picked them up and went in the next car and the next car was fine um was a little shooken up for a minute but yeah it's it can get dicey uh sometimes even even during the blue day line? So, yeah it was blue line yeah. um,
0: blue and red you got to be careful yes.
1: so i was like uh, yeah after that incident and then like falling asleep at two in the morning and still being okay and everything like it was pretty fortunate so
0: yeah count the lucky stars um, my weekend was good. I've been at my parents' house the whole day uh dealing with some stuff with my ma, so I've just been at home uh taking care of the dogs and everything like that, doing laundry, good old house husband material um I got to hang out with my uncles on Sunday. That was a lot of fun. We went and hit balls at eight o'clock in the morning. It was very cold. I didn't have my clubs. So I use my dad's and my dad's are a little older, just a little bit, By like <laughs> 10 years. And, you know, I hit a couple thin shots and thin shots in the cold. They let you know right away. My hands were hurting so bad. I was, oh my God, but that was nice. We watched a full game, uh full day of football on Saturday. I did the same thing. Watch Iowa uh, get killed. Doesn't have an offense Sunday. Watch the bears get killed. Kind of had an offense. Um, and then that was it. Oh, I've been doing a tour day, my hometown. I went. I got my barbecue spot by me at Sunday. Dude, it was so good. They got this thing called smothered fries, which is just uh, fresh fries, ton of barbecue pulled pork, barbecue sauce, and cheese. Just like very simple, but dude, it's so good. Nice. Had some ribs. Had some chicken wings. Oh my god, I was in heaven. I couldn't move though. I ate it was like halftime of the berries game and I sat back down both my uncles or one of my uncles fell asleep my other one was like kind of dozing off and I was like struggling to watch that snooze (laughs) festival game because we weren't winning but yeah that was my weekend uh beer how was yours
2: it was pretty good um Halloween was fun so uh I uh Jenny and I were at Burt Macklin and Janet Snakehole um and we went to a nice little party and uh, definitely got after it. Um, and like Wait, I, you, were,
1: you were who Bert Macklin and Janet Snickle. Who's that? Yeah,
2: those are from the two characters from Parks and Rec. It's like Andy Dwyer and uh, um, what's your name? Uh, April, April, April Ludgate. It's like what they like wear as costumes for random things. <laughs> so like, <laughs> like she's like, I'm a I'm a rich riddle with a terrible secret, and I'm like, I'm Burt Macklin, and I'm in the fucking FBI. Like that's the type of thing <laughs> to people. And um, that's great. We did, a, we did a pretty good job. I could send pics, but like we looked pretty good. And uh, so we went to one party on on Saturday, and like got there, and it was like your typical like, friend Halloween party, where it's, like, I don't know, maybe 12 people were there, maybe 15, maybe max. And we were just kind of chatting, drinking, like, taking shots. Like, I was talking to all these people, like, having a good time. And then we already, we knew that we wanted to go to this, like, next party. And we, because of Rochester, like, we get nervous trying to call, like, an Uber late at night because, like, it, sometimes there just won't be Ubers. And so you're just kind of screwed if you're, like, Far away. And so we scheduled a lift like the day before, like at like 12 05 p.m. because we wanted to like the lift to take us to the next (laughs) party. So we scheduled it, but we were at this party and we found out that a bunch of these other people that were at the party were going to go to that next one anyway. And they're like, all right, cool. So we like hopped in their car, we canceled our lift. We felt like such old people. Like we had like scheduled like a cab to get us to the next place. It was kind of like funny. But we got to the next party. And that was like a real party. Like they had a whole house. There was a house party. There were a ton of people there, and they had a keg in the backyard. And it was like it was hilarious because they didn't know how to retap it. Like someone untapped it for some reason. And I was like, like anyone know how to tap a keg? I'm like,
0: it's been so long. So I it. <laughs> <party. laughs> it's like, also not too hard. So I, it's not doing good for the Minnesota intelligence level. Turn it. Yeah, right? it's not yeah. that hard.
2: Down. Lift yeah. it up.
0: Put it on. Turn. Down,
2: it's like they. It was really funny. Like they had some beer spew up, and I was like standing inside, and I look out the back, like the sliding back door, and I see it. I'm like, they need help out there. I'm like, I'm gonna go help them. And then it was funny. Like there were there were a lot of good costumes out. Um, just had a. It was it's really really fun and then we we weren't that far away from my house at this from this party so we were like we're just going to walk home so we started like walking home and it was like pretty late but it wasn't that cold on halloween so it was kind of nice and i mean we were sauced like completely it's completely sauce, and I get home, and my plan is to start a brisket for the Bears game the next day at noon. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I'm I'm like hammered, I'm like so drunk, and I'm like outside, like trying to set a fire, and like and like Jenny's like, I'll stay out here for a little bit, and then I might go to bed. I'm like, all right. So we sat out there for a little bit. I had another beer, and then she like went back inside like halfway through, and I like knew she went straight to bed. And I was like, okay. I'm like, I have to stay up to make sure this brisket starts and everything. And I come and I sit like at my desk, like where I'm sitting right now, and I'm okay like i, I could sit for like an hour and i look and i'm like fuck that so then i just went and got in bed and i like set my alarm for like five hours later and like had everything all set up brisket was on the smoker set it for five hours later went to bed and then woke up and like everything was okay but like i needed to sleep. <laughs> it was like an attempt to stay up while drunk and it was like no like it was not gonna happen i was gonna pass right out if i tried so um it was good brisket was solid um I think it was my best point brisket I've made, which is, like, the flat, which is the lean side, and then there's the point, which is the fatty side. I think it's the, by far the best point, and that's, like, the side you make the burnt ends out of. I think it was the best well, one I've made. Now you far.
1: have to do it drunk every time, if that's the best that you've done. So
2: Yeah. I guess I'm, also, so-
1: I'm also impressed with, like, you know, how, like, I, I know you were saying you remember everything, so you weren't black out, but, like, I love how, like, even like especially in college when you would get like brown out or blackout drunk but you would still most of the time be able to like find your way home like there's that part of your brain that's just like eh, i know the way and it kind of yeah. soldiers on it that's like you but you've done so much smoking of meats that now you can do that even when you're like browned or blacked out because your mind's just like i know how to do this
2: no problem yeah it was like it was fine like now it's like i can start <laughs> doing it drunk more and i think it also helps that i do start like when i do smoke meats like I'll have two beers right at the start. So it's like that state dependent learning, you know? Um,
0: It's like, uh, it's like beer fest when they go back to Germany and they can't find where they're going. So they're like, all right, we got to get you drunk
1: Drunk and you can figure
0: out how to do it. I was going to say though, that, that is how you get yourself. When you're at a fun party and you had a fun night out and you like come home and you're like trying to do something, you always crack that extra beer or like hey, have a glass of whiskey or something. And it's always – your, it always does you. You're always like, I'll get home there. Like I- I've done it this year and I'll like get home, not be too messed up. And Kayla will be like, right, I'm going to bed. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to watch some KBO, Korean baseball, put a little bet on this and have a couple. <laughs> And then I take, like, a half a sip, and I'm like, oh, I'm just tired. <laughs> and then I just, like, go to bed. You take a sip, and you're like, no way. It's not Yeah, happening. you're like, nah, <laughs> I messed up. It's not as fun.
1: That's, like, the good and bad part about, you know, not living in, like, a college house anymore or not living in an apartment with, like, your buddies anymore is, like – having those moments where you come back from the bars and everybody would be drunk and you're like, we're going to late night, we're going to late night. And you'd get like a couple of people to stay up late and like keep drinking and, you know, doing stupid stuff, playing video games or whatever. And like, n- I feel like now in life there's, there's no longer kind of that moment, which is like both good and bad. Good that like, okay, I should go to bed and like not drink more, but bad because sometimes those nights can be really fun and stupid.
0: Yeah. One of the times I think that was really fun is, after pitchfork one night none of us were drunk actually but we went up to your rooftop in your old place
1: yes that was kind
0: of a late night but it was just like we had a couple of drinks outside on the rooftop and it was like that was fun
1: that was nice that's like
0: older like that's my late night
1: just give me a rooftop you can outlook
0: (laughs) you had a fun day you're a little tired so it's like nice to sit down and just like tell jokes and like shoot the shit
1: Yeah, we probably only had, like, four or five beers over the course of the day, so we weren't even drunk, and then finish it off with, like, one or two on the roof. Yeah, a little nightcap. Yeah, yeah, a little nightcap. That's definitely the adult adult version, even though that was, Mm -hmm. like, four years ago.
0: Yeah. Um, right, we've prolonged it enough. Are we doing the Viking funeral?
2: Should we wait for Johnny to do a Viking funeral, or? We should, yeah.
0: Okay, so let's just... If we were to do a Viking funeral, let's do it how we would do it. We're not going to do it because Johnny's not here. But if we were going to do a Viking funeral, this is what we're going to do. So like always, we're going to start with the triple B. Beers, Bears, Breakdown. Beer, take it away.
2: Okay, yeah. So what is there to say about this this Bears 49ers game, huh? So we didn't really have much like high expectations going into this game. I actually thought this was going to be an under game. Um, and then we started off, started off really well. We looked really, really solid in the first half. I mean, like we had besides like the defense, the defense was giving up field goals the entire first half. And then, uh, we, like we drove down the field, we were kicking field goals. We were scoring. Justin Fields looked insane. He had that insane, uh, roll left and then throw a dime to Jesse James for a touchdown. Um, it's just like plays like that and then you notice like on plays like that that like Cole Komet stays in like to block and then like secures like an edge the edge block so Justin Fields could have made that throw and like people are saying Komet's having a tough season it's like they're asking him to block like half of the time so like yeah makes sense and Jesse James turns out turns out you have chemistry with people you practice with in preseason that's crazy (laughs) to think that that happens today in the NFL so like. We saw it. Um, Mooney looked solid. Uh, Khalil Hermer had, like, you'd say it was a down day, but he still had, like, 80 yards rushing or something. So, it's, like, still very good. Um, Offense looked looked solid in the first half. Defense. Defense is where we lost. We let up over 400 yards. Um, Total yards, we lost to Jimmy Garoppolo running the ball in on the goal line each time. Um, 80-yard BS touchdowns from Debo Samuel on a screen on, what was it? Third and 18 that play. Yeah. Um, That was. Yeah. And in the end, like, you know, the bears didn't force a single punt this game. So take like, you can't win. If you can't force a punt, like defense has got to step up. And I think it showed like when we didn't, we didn't have Mac, like our defense lost a lot of the, the fire, early because we just didn't have Mac on the field, which shows how good he is. So it was a tough game. Um, but like, I wasn't like crazy mad that we lost. Like I kind of like you saw the, the, the signs of growth from Justin Fields, like that scramble on fourth and one was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. So um,
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. What's my breakdown of this game? Um, I know Beard disagrees a little bit with what I'm about to say, but I think this is the game for the nail in the coffin for Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace. It's just, it was a game that we should have been able to be a lot closer. Um, This is our second game in a row, starting off with the lead. That's not true. Two out of the last three Um, starting off the lead, then, you know, not being able to really capitalize on it. Defense really looked a little sluggish out there. It was kind of that tunnel screen to Debo Samuel that went for 57 yards. That like broke me. That broke yeah. me. It's like, it's mm-hmm. always been at least one week or every week where the defense has a couple of plays that they look bad. This was kind of almost a full game of them not looking very good. I don't know what's going on with their tackling. I really don't. I don't, I don't get it. I, uh, maybe they heard new rules. Um, I absolutely cannot stand after these losses, Matt and Aggie coming on and all he talks about is like, you know what, we're going to grow from this loss. We're past that it's year four. Yeah. It's we're, we're done with the growing. It's not your first year. Um, I know he's taken to the, to the playoffs, but last year was more of a fluke playoff run because of the addition of the seventh seed. Um, I know that's staying now, but I'm just saying last year previously, it wasn't, um, I just don't see – I think we've seen the ceiling with Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy, and it's not the ceiling that the Chicago Bears fan base wants. We want to win championships. We want to go to NFC title games. We want to be competitive. You know, We don't want to just go for uh, you know 500 seasons even though you can't do it anymore. Um, another thing, so Justin Fields really showed us what he can do when he is unchained. Um the man is an absolute true blooded athlete. That fourth and one run, uh, you could really tell it there. Good awareness. Uh, really like his speed. He's like a sneaky fast guy. He doesn't look like he's moving that fast when there's no defenders around him. But like when the defenders start catching up to him and then he just keeps burning them, you're like, Whoa, okay.
2: Mm-hmm. real
0: quick. I like that. Khalil Horbert looks very good. Um, the line still has a little issues. We got to figure out what to do with that. It's my thought process is so, what do we do to turn this around? I've been talking negative. I've been talking negative. What do we do? You could either go the conventional route of how to make a good NFL team. You strip it all down, fire sale, start with the offensive line. We already got the quarterback, and then work our way from there. But my thing is this I don't trust the Chicago Bears as well as any other Chicago sports team, the bulls are kind of doing it right now to use their cap space acquisitions or anything in our benefit. I like don't trust them to go out and like get the right guys. I don't know what it is. I just don't have a good feeling for them. Uh, And other positive news, uh, Churchill downs came out today and he said that they said that they want to make the new bears stadium, the greatest, the greatest stadium in the world. That's <laughs> wow. pretty good. I like that. Like I, like that. Like, I know the not deal nothing. has three years left to even be purchased, but that's a good way to like, you know, we're down. They know we're beaten. They're like, don't worry. We're going to make the greatest stadium in the world. There's a lot of cool stadiums out there, but that would be really cool. I'll take the world's greatest stadium. I'll take the world's greatest stadium and let's go 500 for two years. Then to just go 500. Yeah. It's.
2: That'd be pretty sweet if we had the big, like the nicest stadium in the world. Like yeah. really close to world, where we live. Said, in the world. In
0: the world. Not I, not the U.S. Not, not the Midwest. They said world. And I don't know if you guys have saw the mock-up. The mock-up is hilarious. First of all, it looks like they might need six Arlington parks to make it. Um
1: bears world, like Disney it, World, it, it, but it's just like a Death bears. Star. It's
0: like so big. <laughs> but it looks cool. And it got me That's like, no oh new. my god, like it's a little mock-up with like CGI, and I'm like, wow, that could be the best stadium in the world. They didn't even show any pictures of the inside, but I was like, wow. You're talking glass panels on the outside, huge parking lot. That might be the best in the world. So now I'm I'm saying we might not be the best team, but we might have the best arena in the world.
2: Yeah. Sure. Um,
0: Where Super Bowls could be played there without us.
1: That would, that would be nice. Uh, some of the big things for me from this game, uh, I thought first half the, the um, 49ers definitely dropped a lot of passes. And so I was concerned, okay, if they stop dropping those passes, like maybe something bad could happen, which it seemed like it did. Uh, I thought one of the most telling things for me was first half, Khalil Herbert was running the ball really well, really consistently. Just, uh, Justin Fields was running the ball pretty well as well, just scrambling, not really on any design runs, maybe one or two here or there. Um, second half, they completely shut him down. So the 49ers made really good adjustments at halftime, knowing that, hey, the Bears are going to try to run the football, they're going to establish that, and they're going to do play action. They did a lot more play action, a lot more rollouts for Fields this week, which we had talked about in previous weeks, and that was mm-hmm. that was good. It seemed like that was working for him. So the 49ers really made a key adjustment that worked and that allowed them to completely dominate the, seven, the second half. Once uh, Herbert was getting stuffed up on every other run, Uh, We had to rely on offensive line and on fields making some great plays in order to do that. And really what I didn't see was the Bears make any sort of adjustments at the end of half uh, at halftime. Um, You know, you're up 13, nine at half. So nothing crazy, but like you're playing decently well and you have scored a touchdown and everything moving the ball decently. You think, okay, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Let's keep going. And clearly the 49ers were ready for that. They made adjustments and that really benefited them the second half. So. That to me is like one of those things that is just really indicative of the coaching staff and of of Nagy in general of just something something's not right um, with all that. Um, and then I said it in a long rant to you guys in a text message, um, just like I've been saying it for a while this season that like expect them to go you know eight nine nine and eight to be able to win these games against not other good teams, but not necessarily beat good teams. And there's just no consistency whatsoever. They've beaten the Bengals and the the Raiders this year, but then lost to the 49ers and, you know, the other good teams. I just, I don't really understand it. And I don't know if they understand it. I think that's why Nagy every week says, we just got to figure out the whys. <laughs> it's just like, he, he doesn't even know why we're winning or how we, how we beat the Raiders or anything. So, uh it's just it's bad I'm, yeah. I'm not i'm not excited about it i'm not happy i think we all kind of saw the writing on the wall on sunday when things started going 49ers way a little bit in the second half and just like yep this is this is gonna happen and yeah so pretty sad
2: yeah it's like we have like weird situational awareness with the bears. Like we'll do really well on defense on third down and stop them. And then the defense will get all, all pumps if it's fourth and one, and then they'll show up on fourth and one and run a quick like sneak. And then basically the drive is over. Like they thought they won and then like they get a first down. And then like everything after that is like, we look like garbage. So it's like, I feel like we're not practicing situational awareness enough. Like, Hey, if we stop them on third and short, there might be a big chance that they go for it on fourth. So let's be prepared for that. And it didn't look like we were prepared for that at all. Um, I also like, like we had a game without Nagy out there. It didn't feel any different than a game with Nagy. Not not at all. Like what is Nagy bringing to this team? And like, Joe, I, I know you don't like pace and a lot of people don't like pace. They will pair pace up with, with Nagy. I still think pace has built a very, very good team. And like, went all in on that 2018 team. And then we're starting to see like the reverbs of it right now. And like, that's, it sucks. That was when our window opened. We just missed on the QB and we missed on the head coach. And those are like the two main things that we can't miss on, especially like you can win with one or the other too. you can't win when both aren't there. And Mm -hmm. we're, we're seeing it right now. Like, I feel like our team is very talented. We've got talent up and down the roster. There's a reason we're winning these games against bad teams. And I think it's because we have our talent is just better. But like we're squeaking out these wins because we don't have any good coaching. And then you look at teams like the Cardinals, right? That's what an offensive head coach looks like. The first couple of years up and down, but you see flashes. And then like all the pieces in place, it turns on. With Nagy, it was like the first year was like, okay, kind of fluky we put more weapons give him Montgomery give him like legit things that he wants and it gets worse and it was like what's going on here so i mean at this point like we just saw yesterday or on sunday uh a Larry Borum hold his own against Nick Bosa the whole game that's a fifth round tackle and if a guy that can find a fifth round tackle that can hold his own against Larry Borum like i got to give pace the credit where it's due like this whole this year's draft that he put out there might have like might be full of like very good players that he brought in like Khalil herbert larry borum um tonga yeah tonga's playing, playing. they're all playing and they're all like giving significant and like like actually good putting out good production it looks like so it's just besides tevin jenkins like that's the one thing right so he's just injured and how do you know about that right but it's it's like a it's hard, it's hard to place a lot of the blame on pace, but then again, you, you place the blame on one, you missed the QB the first time and you miss the coach this time. And the question is like, I feel like the McCaskies like him and they want, they like, trust him and they see like the improvements in pace. It's just like, are you okay with giving him another chance at our head coach? And that's like going to be the hard question, but it's like, all right, who are you going to place him with? And are you sure they're going to be better than Matt Nagy at drafting? Because. I'm a bears fan. I remember when we would draft guys in the second round and they wouldn't turn into like, like literally nothing. They wouldn't touch the field once. Like Jerry Angelo would just brutal. Like maybe get one player, a draft that was halfway decent. Like second, third round picks just would not touch the field. Like they were so bad. So like, I still remember those years where like, I would be excited for the draft, but know that we were so bad at drafting that like, there was no chance. So I always think back to that and like, we have it nice right now where we can find guys in the fifth round. We can find Darnell Mooney. We can find Eddie Jackson. We can find guys in the later rounds, fill out our team and do well with it. We just need, I feel like we just need more high draft picks. We need to turn from a team that's trying to win and like, be okay with that. Like to build around Justin Fields. Let's just build around him, put him in the best position possible because it's not going to happen this year. Like, it probably won't happen next year. Like we need to build around him and stop pretending that we're like a contender at this point.
1: Like, yeah, yeah, well said. So. Uh,
0: um, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, let's head over to some other sports stories. So the first one I'm going to talk about is the Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. Yes. I mean, not a good look, my guy. What a scumbag.
1: It's really, really, really bad.
0: I would like before we start our rant, I'm not happy that he's sick and has COVID. I hope that he has the speediest of recoveries. I hope that he's gonna be fine. But this man blatantly lied about being vaccinated. Or at least that's what I'm reading.
2: Let's tell our listeners the whole story, right? So it's it's like so Aaron Rodgers at the beginning of the year, when he came when he came like through that whole like from Hawaii, Packers, right? He had reached out to the NFL and let them know, like, "Hey, is it okay if I do this alternative form of vaccination where I get immunized using some hemo something? I don't know. It's basically, like on the level of like essential oils and using that. And like he was blessed by like a shaman or something. And then they were like, "No, that doesn't count as a vaccination." And he was like, "All right, well, I'm vaccinated." It's like, "No, you're not." And the NFL basically said he's not vaccinated. And then the Packers, I guess, knew he wasn't vaccinated, but then he was acting like he was vaccinated and basically told the media he was vaccinated, but he didn't say like what he was vaccinated with. And like, if you go back and look at like some of the interviews, like he was on the Pat McAfee show a lot, like you could tell, like he's kind of worming around the answer if he's vaccinated or not. And like, so uh, he like released a statement at the very beginning of the season that said I'm vaccinated, but I won't judge people that aren't like he said that it's like you're lying. And then beyond that is that he's not following the unvaccinated COVID rules that are definitely in place. Like you have to wear a mask on the plane. Then you've got pictures on the Packer website of him walking on the plane, like pointing at the camera without a mask on. And he's in like press conferences with no masks. So it's just like, Oh my gosh. And then we're going to see what the NFL does. Like, are they going to treat him like another person, like any other player who would do it? Or are they going to treat him like the reigning
0: MVP? So, question yeah
1: it remains to be seen
0: it seems funny but like i think you could do whatever if you want to get vaccinated or not i think you should but i think you have the right to do whatever but i find it really funny that all these people that are like against the vaccine get it like i i i think it's like not like funny that they get sick but like joe rogan very against the vaccine and then got it got COVID. It's like Aaron Rodgers, like, uh, it's not that big of a deal. I'm going to just do this alternative gets him. And it's like, but why? Like, why do you guys keep doing this stuff? And like him not following the guidelines is actually crazy because mm-hmm. he's acting like yeah. he's bigger than the league, which he's not.
1: That that to me is the biggest deal. Like, uh, frankly, if you don't want to get vaccinated, fine. There's there. I'm I think it's dumb and stupid, but like, there's so much stuff out there. Nobody's going to convince you. Otherwise, if yeah, you you're got Nicki st-
0: Minaj tweeting about big balls.
1: Exactly. If you, if you're so certain that you don't want to, like, I'm not going to physically hold you down and force you to get it. I I might call you dumb or whatever. And that's, you know, my own thing or our own thing, I guess, for most people. Uh, the big thing to me here is that, that he's willfully violating the NFL rules and lying about it mm-hmm. until he finally gets covid like if he hadn't gotten covid he just would have lied the entire season and, and and completely skirted all the rules and everything like that so he's he's literally just saying like yeah this massive thing that like we're all trying to take seriously so we could play football and a lot of people don't get sick including like people who aren't on the team that are reporters or anything like that like screw all you guys i don't care i'm just gonna do this because i think what's best for me so I am really interested to see what um, the NFL does as far as punishment, as far as any fallout or anything like that. I mean, on the one hand, I could see them saying like, eh, whatever, it's fine because he's a premier player. On the other hand, I can see them being like, no, this is a rule and you violated it and you're going to have to face the consequences. Whatever those may be, I I just think it's ridiculous. <laughs> like, he, I, what, like what 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 a jerk. Like that's such a jerk. move on so many levels. God,
2: it's so cl- like if any of the any player in the NFL, of course, is Aaron Rodgers who does something stupid like this. Like he's just so full of himself. It's such a oh, so reason he doesn't have a family. There's a reason. It's like you can see it. In things like this where he doesn't give a crap about anybody else, and he blatantly lies. Like that's what kills me is that he said he was. He said he was, and then insinuated, like, I'm not going to judge people that aren't. It's like, dude, you even you aren't.
0: You're not. Like, yeah, that's right. like, like, Guys, oh take it God. easy on people who don't get vaccinated. I'm sure they have a reason. It's like, yeah, because you're not. And also, I didn't see if he has an apology yet or a statement, but I can already tell you what it's going to be. It's going to be like an elementary school teacher catching you doing something. It's like, you'll be like, oh, sorry. And it's like, you're not sorry that you did it. You're sorry that you got caught. And mm-hmm. That's exactly what it's going to be. It's like what Nick said, and I couldn't agree more. If this whole season went on without him getting it, we would never have known.
2: Yeah. And that's BS. He
0: yeah. should be it's, it's not and as one of the premier players of the NFL, uh, people look up to him, stuff like that. So it's like it's just not a good look for not lying or for lying, not wearing his mask around, reporters doing interviews on the plane. It's just it's just not bad, and it's very selfish because I don't know if you guys know the new rules, but if you cannot put a roster together with your 53 men, you forfeit the game. Yeah, like if you have so an outbreak. he's lucky that it's just him. Mm-hmm. And there obviously could be more in a couple of days, but I mean, it's just... He hosted a giant
2: just... Halloween party this weekend with his whole team yeah. there.
0: That's he why wasn't he wearing a mask. That's why he grew his hair because he wanted to be John Wick. Whatever.
2: It looked good, uh, though. Funny
0: That's story good. about Halloween parties, a little transition. Uh, Von Miller was traded. And Von mm-hmm. Miller was traded because there was a little bit of uh, something going on in the locker room. They weren't jiving. So a story broke out, and a couple of Bronco players actually commented on it and confirmed the story. So I guess, I guess Von Miller has planned this ginormous Halloween party, like a six-figure Halloween party. Um, he wanted everyone to chip in, you know, cut down on cost. Uh so the team, you know, they're they've lost four in a row. So they're like, ah, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. And he got mad and he started sending out Venmos and was like, No, we're still doing this. And so people were denying his Venmos and didn't show up to his party, and I guess he was pissed.
1: And then he gets traded. Wow.
0: Noah Fant actually commented on it, which is hilarious then that's a real story
2: but he was like yeah it's kind of lame that this is out to the media but yeah it was like people wanted to go to the party they didn't want to pay and it was like this weird like they were like should we even have the party if we suck and Von miller was like no we're having the party and like it's just weird that we're like seeing this side of it i don't know if that's why he was traded probably not but it's ridiculous that like like dude like you can't have you can't j- like not pay and then go to the party. That's like the one argument. But if you're gonna pay and go, like whatever. Like,
0: do you weird. uh do you guys ever have a friend that's like pretty frugal or let's just call him cheap?
2: Exactly and that's like what
0: gets a yeah. little too messed up and was like, Do you guys want to do a round of shots? And you're like, Not really. And he's like, I'm gonna get twelve. And then you get the Venmo in the morning?
1: Yeah. It's exactly. like catching
0: up on bar tab. It's like, I'm sorry, my guy, I didn't want that. You forced yeah. it down us. I'm sorry, you got to pay the you got to pay the toll troll.
1: Or it's like the uh, I've been to way too many bachelor parties the last few years. It's like the guy that's like, "Oh, hey, let's like stay at like the really really nice Airbnb, like let's 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 go all out because it's this guy's, you know, bachelor party and it's this guy's big day and everything like that." Um, but we're going to all split it amongst ourselves, you know, like, Hey, like, why don't we just go for the cheaper one? Like, no, let's, let's pay like five grand for a weekend. And then, yeah, we'll just all split it that way. It's like, ah, oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'll, just I'll do a you one whatever. better. Uh, one year for the golf trip, we had a buddy, I'm not going to say any name. still a good friend. Uh, he was like, I want to do it big. And so we sent out all the houses and we bought this like pretty expensive Airbnb for the trip uh two weeks before the trip his girlfriend didn't want him to go on the trip so he ended up not going on the trip and asked for a refund Mm. um and we were like dude you were complaining so much about the airbnb we gave him a refund but like we were like you are the reason we got this expensive airbnb and now you're not coming because your girlfriend like (laughs) this is (laughs) sickening to me
1: damn yeah pretty bad
0: yeah um right, uh, let's talk about Henry Ruggs. So Henry Ruggs was uh, involved in a DUI that uh, ended in death. He was reportedly going 156 miles per hour. Uh, I don't think we need to say it, but I'm going to say it. This podcast uh, promotes do not ever drink and drive. I am a huge... Uh, proponent of this i don't think you should even have like a beer anything just be smart this is absolutely ridiculous and you can see what it can lead to so i wish people didn't have to say this but just don't do it it's not worth it it's never worth it call an uber even in rochester fucking it the day before you saw what yeah. did? look at how responsible he is very uh, you, it, It's all the way we're
2: driving over there and like like yeah it's a shame it's an absolute shame because on the back of his nfl id from the players union there's a phone number to help people get home like they will send you a limo to wherever you are and drive you home And it's like 50 Jeez. bucks and it's designed to protect <sighs> them from situations like this and now there's a woman and her dog that died because henry Ruggs is a dumbass yeah. so ridiculous. it is
0: terrible for the person that lost their life it's just Affects the family, affects everyone. So it's just, it's disgusting. I'm, I'm so glad that they dropped him so quick. I was a little worried that it was going to be held out, but I'm, yeah. I'm very glad that they <laughs> nipped it in the butt.
2: Raiders have yeah. had a lot happen these past couple weeks to them.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, Really, really sad feel for that woman, obviously. Um, driving drunk, obviously a horrible thing. Driving 156 miles an hour,
0: Sober public roads, on public
1: roads, on any road, sober or not, is reckless as well. I, I hope. I mean, they need to throw the book at them, give them the maximum. Like, that's you can't. Yeah,
2: yeah. So it's it's in Nevada. It's if you're involved in a DUI that causes bodily harm or death, it's required. the The conviction is required two to twenty years in prison. So the two years is if you just cause bodily harm. I'm pretty sure he's going to have the max with some additional stuff on there because he also had a loaded gun that was illegal in the car as well. So like they oh. could just
0: oh, I didn't know that. Yep, it Jesus, was a it Jesus. was like there
2: was a loaded gun. It was like okay, wait, what if that's his gun? It's it's okay. It's like no, it's not okay because it was an illegal loaded gun. So another fun thing on top of that that just is like, dude, your life's over he's now.
1: Gone. His life's over. Yep, because
2: Oof. he got and in the, the car.
0: Yeah, can only and, blame and, himself and her too. Life's
2: over. It's Horrible. just so sad for, for the victim and think about her family. So it sucks. Yeah.
0: Um, so yeah, very sad stuff. Um, I also just wanted to talk about the bulls for a second. Uh, two things, Scotty Pippen came out. Uh, he wrote a book. He's bashing MJ just sounded like a little prima donna, little baby. Uh, <laughs> it's disgusting. Like, it's, it's nuts. It's like everyone knew MJ was a dick, and it's the same way with like Tiger Woods. Like Everyone knew Tiger was a dick, but they're winners. They're winners, and they're champions, and they were before social media. So it's like you kind of get the leeway, and this, this whole like complaining about it still after all this time, it's just like, come on. But on a positive note, this year's Bulls are legit, my guy. They are good. <sighs> <laughs> so much fun to watch. Lonzo ball killing it. DeMarta Rosen, they called him old, they called him washed up. A leading port scorer on the team. Uh little fun fact: on 71% per- of his shots this season have been swishes. That's cool. Wow. You're not even just making them. He's just swish, 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 swish. That's amazing. Um
1: They they're really they're after post-Jordan era, there's really only been like one period of time. I feel like in like the 2010-2012 range, D-Rose, yeah, the d range, where it, was, Hush, where it was worthwhile to get a Bulls jersey. I feel like this is the start of the next one. Like Lonzo Ball, um, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, Vucevic. Uh, I might have to. I mean, DeRozan's playing out of his mind right now. I might have to get a jersey and get back into it.
0: And he's got my favorite number. Right. My favorite number is 11. So I love that. Um, and then love shout that. out to the U of I guy, Io. You see he's him so on the good. court. You see him <laughs> on the court in the last five minutes of each game. I mean, that's you. I mean, Billy Donovan is a good coach. He'd obviously see something in the guy. He definitely wouldn't put him out there as a rookie in the last five minutes if he didn't think that he could hold his own. He had a big three the other night against the Celtics. He had a couple of really big blocks, two steals. I mean, it's it's good to see the rookie doing well. Billy Donovan's proud of the team. He came out and he was like, I told you last year, uh, as soon as I get my free agency and draft, he's like, We're not gonna be a lottery team. We're not gonna, I'm not here to build or rebuild. He's like, I'm here to win. Man of his word, really like okay. that. Billy Donovan, an absolute stud. Uh he faked through a chair. I don't know why, but it looks Fake cool. He like kinda of picked up a chair and then put it down, but I was like, ooh little Bobby Knight action, throw it across the... Hey, ref, you stink! Oh, <laughs> shit, I threw my pen. Um, um, Alright, uh, Nick wanted to talk about this. I want to talk about it as well, but the first college football playoff rankings have come out. They are right now Georgia number one. Sorry, Georgia number one, Alabama number two. Why is this cutting me off? Who's three? Oh, three's
1: uh, Michigan State. Michigan no. State. Michigan State, yeah.
0: Four is Oregon, five is Ohio State, and six is Cincinnati. Uh, Then going down the line, uh, U of I is not ranked, Iowa is ranked (laughs) 20th, Miami of Ohio is not ranked.
1: Notre Dame's ranked 10th.
0: Notre Dame ranked 10th.
2: You mean to tell Um, me that Illinois is not considered right now? They beat Penn uh, State. Come on.
0: (laughs) Disgusting. Um, That's pretty I yeah. am dumbfounded by this. Yeah. But I'll let Nick go first.
1: So I I feel like I've said this before in previous years. I Every year before the football season starts, I tell myself, it's college football. It's kind of crazy. Don't get worked up about it. Don't worry about the, the rankings. They'll settle themselves out. Root for your team. Enjoy watching the other ones. It doesn't matter. And every year – These rankings come out, and I just get more and more upset. And this this was the final straw. I think they did some things right in here. I think having Georgia number one obviously makes sense. I think having Michigan State number three after they beat Michigan this past week and being undefeated makes sense. I think having Oregon above Ohio State when they beat them in a head to head makes sense. I think everything else, and I think Notre Dame at number ten probably makes sense. I think everything else about this ranking is just what. They're basically having Alabama at number two and having UC at six, having Oklahoma at eight, Wake Forest is undefeated at nine below Michigan, who's got a loss below Ohio State and Oregon, who have loss. It's they are literally saying, particularly with Alabama being number two with one loss, they're literally saying that loss doesn't matter. We're basically not counting that because we think that Alabama is a better team. And at a certain point, you can't just continually say like, well, we think that they're better. We know that they've historically been better. We've seen them play other games. They just got unlucky that game. No, at some point you have to go with what reality is, which is that they lost to an unranked team who had three losses at that point, who has since gone on to win the next few games. And, and like that is not a good loss. Any other team, they would be knocked way down for that. Mm-hmm. Um that's terrible and they're also saying that um, if you're not in a power five conference you basically have no shot i mean cincinnati does not control the cincinnati does not control their own destiny no they beat notre dame at notre dame pretty handily i will say and i think notre dame is a pretty decent team this year they're probably not top four or you know even top 10 but they're still a pretty good team um and the the playoff committee is literally saying you could win out you can win all your games you win your conference championship does not matter we are still not going to put you in unless if a whole bunch of other things happen where a bunch of other teams end up with two losses or something like that which is just ridiculous to think that a team doesn't control their own destiny and can go undefeated and still not be considered one of the best teams in the country and that's the Uh, end of my rant
0: a couple of things one that's like ufc's year or ucf's year where they went undefeated they beat auburn in their bowl game and then they got championship rings because they went undefeated um, another thing is, as soon as I saw this entire ranking, the first, uh, first six, the whole top 25, I was like, "Wow, this is like Rodney Dangerfield, man. No respect. They're not giving any respects to any of the little guys. It's absolutely messed up." The fact it's that Michigan lost and the way they lost—they were up 21 in that game and they lost—I don't know how you only knock them down two spots. That I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it uh Alabama could easily make this playoff but to have them second to have them second right now makes no sense who have they beat nobody who do they lose to a nobody
2: they gotta if anything it should be you gotta get Cincinnati in the top four and take Alabama out and make them earn their way in and because Cincinnati's earned their way in they haven't lost a game. What else you supposed, What else are you supposed to do? It's my biggest frustration at the NCAA is that it's just a bunch of BS. These guys sit in a room and like, all right, well, what's going to bring the biggest amount of money from watching these, watching this football, these football games. Let's, uh let's put these big power five schools in there. We don't give a shit if they're winning, if they win every single game. It's like, well, I don't know. Like Alabama, they have a pretty good coach. Like it's stupid. It's ridiculous. They don't actually like look at like how the teams are doing. Apparently they just go with, you know, like what makes sense with the the power five schools. So it's really frustrating. And like, I lost a lot of respect when they did that to UCF and now they're doing it again. I'm not really surprised. They need to honestly just ex- open it up, make it a 16 team playoff. And then like, you know, well, then those little guys will be forced in there. You have to get them in there.
0: It's crazy it's- that they put Alabama at number two, because now it seems like even if they lose to Georgia in the SEC championship game, that they'll still be in the playoff. It seems ridiculous. like if they lose the number one, they're going to go to four or three. Yeah, so even then, Cincinnati
2: behind Ohio State too. Is weird for me. Like it's yeah. yeah.
0: Um,
1: it, or it, Alabama could win out. Georgia could win out. They play each other in the championship game. Alabama wins, and they're like, "Well, we'll put Alabama number one. Georgia will be number three or something like that." You know, it, like ugh, doesn't make any sense. Also,
0: what a slap in the face to Oregon. Oregon went to Ohio State and beat them there. That's a huge win. That is a huge win. And they only put them fourth?
1: Yeah. They, Alabama they lost has... Stanford, but yeah, it's weird.
0: Yes, that is a bad loss, but they did beat Ohio State, which is definitely one of the yeah. best teams in the country. Um, yeah. And I'm not going to lie. Iowa at 20th doesn't even make sense to me. They should at least be like 23 to 25. And then... The fact that the teams that have beat Iowa don't even sniff the top 25, I just don't understand these rankings. I really don't. They always say it's going to play themselves out, but it doesn't because they get the vote. It's not like they have this out and then it's like, oh, if this team wins this, then you get this spot. its They still vote. So it's, I don't know, it's absolutely ridiculous to me. The Cincinnati, what they're doing to them is, its Cincinnati has been good for a couple of years. They've really turned around the program. The fact that they're undefeated, they went. Oh my god, they went to South Bend, beat, beat, uh, beat the Irish. It's just, it's a spit in the face. Um, I, I just don't understand it. Um, all right, let's head over to timeouts. Timeout.
2: Where?
0: Where? On the podcast. Oh. oh. Okay, so I have two things on this timeout. One, a little five-year-old absolutely one trick-or-treating, by the way. Actually, before I say this, so I actually handed out candy at my parents' house for trick-or-treating this year. We had about 30 to 35 kids. Not a single kid said trick-or-treat. I was living. I was living.
1: They just rang the doorbell?
0: (laughs) Ding dong. (laughs) They rang the doorbell. I came out. They didn't say anything. And I gave them a bunch of candy. They're like, thank you. And I was like, yeah, but no trick-or-treat?
1: Yeah, damn.
0: I don't know. It bugged me. It bugged. Basically, thank
1: me. you, at least. But yeah, no. But that's it weird. bugged
0: me. Bugged me. Um, mm. All right. So this five-year-old absolutely won trick or treat. Uh, his parents. He has like a one of those old-school like cars that you could drive. They don't go really fast.
2: Like the little kid, like
0: yeah, drive- the little old. kid cars. Yeah. So he drove around his neighborhood and neighboring areas in the car. And he was like drifting up to doors, knocking on, getting his candy, reversing back, like looking over his shoulder. And the the compartment had a little trunk or the car had a little trunk and it was just lined like a garbage bag almost, like lined it. And he was just throwing all this candy in there. I was like, this little kid's a stud. I was like, take notes, kids, because this guy yeah. won Halloween.
1: Like That kid's going places. Yeah. He, 20, he, 20 years from he's from now. Genius. Yeah, we're going to we're going to see big things from that kid.
0: Um another thing is they are doing I know we talked about it a little while ago, but they are making the Willy Wonka prequel. I don't don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get why they're making a Willy Wonka prequel. Cuz of money. Um it's money. I get that. Yes. Money, yeah. Yeah. You're right on that.
1: Yeah. Is it with uh Timothy Chalamet?
0: Timothy Chalamet plays Willy Wonka.
1: Dude, he is that guy's cleaning up these killing days, it.
0: killing it. He's, the guy he, probably will not have to work past the age of like 28.
1: No, I mean, he's already made enough to last several lifetimes. I mean, yeah. yeah, they're saying that he's like the actor of a generation. Have you guys seen Dune yet?
0: No, I've been waiting for Kayla to watch it.
1: Yeah, I want to see it in theaters. Yeah. You see it, beer?
2: I haven't yet. I do want to see no. it, though. I've heard, I heard it's things. a banger.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah, that's all I had. So let's go over to the rank. So the uh, the rank is the most hated sports athletes of all time. We got one more. Oh, we didn't do uh, superlatives or lock.
1: Yeah. Well, and I was gonna say real quick, Braves won the World Series last night. Uh, Braves won the World Series. Man, I called it. Everybody outside of Houston rejoices. Like literally yeah. the entire country, and I love that the Astros have now lost multiple World Series since the cheating mm-hmm. scandals come out. That is phenomenal.
0: And I did call it on this podcast. It said Braves and six. So let's actually go back. Let's do those two things before we do the rank. So we're here for seniors, superlatives. Uh, Nick, do you want to start us off?
1: Yes. Uh, okay. My biggest surprise for the week is the Chiefs just barely scraping by the New York Giants. And... I, you know, every week I feel like you think like, well, like, yeah, they've been playing bad, but they're going to turn it around, right? Like they've, they've still got Patrick Mahomes. They've got Travis Kelsey. They've, yeah, the defense isn't very good, but they've, they've got Andy Reid at the helm and all this stuff. And they barely eked out a win over the New York football giants. uh They're not looking good. I don't think they're going to do much. And it's shocking to see. Um, mm-hmm. My biggest no duh. Uh, was the Lions are just terrible. I mean, they played the Eagles this week, and they got blown out 44-6 to six against the Eagles. Against the Eagles. Jalen Hurts and the Eagles, who have been playing terrible this year. Um, and then my MVP for the week was a little, little fellow you might not have heard of a week ago. I certainly had never heard of him. His name is Mike White, and he's a quarterback. <laughs> for the New York football jets. And he came in and started slinging the ball and led the jets to a victory over the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Zach Wilson, who, so there you
0: go. Um, I'll go next. My biggest surprise is, uh, Michael white. And, oh yeah. My biggest surprise is Michael white. Uh, no one's really heard of this guy from Western Michigan. Uh, he's been in the league for four years. It looked like the Jets were absolutely dead having a backup quarterback coming in. They won. It was a lot of fun. Uh, My biggest no-duh is the Bears breaking my heart on a Sunday. Uh, It's just at this point, I talk myself up. after. It always goes like this. After the show, I talk bad about it, and then I get around like, whoa, I can't believe they're going to win this game, and then they break my freaking heart. And then Mm -hmm. my MVP is going to be just backups in general. Michael White with an unbelievable game came back, was one of the best quarterbacks this weekend. And then Cooper rush also came in for the Dallas Cowboys and won a game. Mm -hmm. Wild. Great
1: name too, Cooper rush.
0: Great name. Great. Pretty cool name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Beer. Yeah. So
2: my biggest surprise is the bears D not forcing a punt at all. That doesn't make any sense. Like, are we bad now in defense? That's my biggest surprise. My biggest no-duh is not going to be the Bears' offense because the Bears' offense looked okay. Didn't look horrible. Yeah. I mean, it was better than we've seen, so it's not my biggest no-duh. My biggest no-duh is Aaron Rodgers being an absolute idiot. Like, that's no-duh. <laughs> like, no-duh he doesn't have a family Like because he's an idiot, doesn't care about other people. That's literally classic. Um, <laughs> it's dark, but funny. I yeah. literally... You can tell I don't like the people up North and he's on my fantasy team too. So I've got to figure out what I'm going to do this week. I might start Mike White, who is also my MVP. I'm, <laughs> Mike.
1: Let's do it. I dude. I did. Yeah. Dude, uh, I'm going to I pick, pick up Mike White. Yeah.
2: I also like took a shot. I'm like, what if Taysom Hill is activated this week and has made the quarterback? Like I will have an mm-hmm. okay shot for at least two to three weeks, at least with Taysom Hill. So I'm like with him, like just running the ball, like, okay, whatever. But Mike White, MVP easy, Ike. the dude had the most passing yards over.
0: Yeah,
2: over Tom Brady, like the dude that better from New Jersey who put a thousand bucks down, won 120 grand at like 120 to one odds. Like that's hilarious that he was gonna lead the lead the league this weekend in passing. Like it's good stuff. It's good stuff to watch. Unbelievable. Yeah.
0: Oh, and I'm sorry, I did have one more on my uh, backups. Uh, Trevor Simeon. Yep. Trevor Simeon came in and played well. Mm, yep. Um, all right, let's go to the locks. I'll start off. I got the Bengals minus two and a half over the Browns. Browns are an absolute shit show. Uh, breaking news today, they kicked Odell Beckham out of practice. Um, he's done. He's done. He's yep. not playing there anymore. I don't think he's the key to that game. Uh, everyone's injured. Uh, Bengals are going to have a big bounce back. Uh, it's also at the Bengals as well, so I like the home favorite. Uh, Nick?
1: Nick? Uh, Johnny and I both have the biggest spread on the board, which is bills minus 14, uh, against the Jaguars. Um, not much more that needs to be said about yeah,
0: Jaguars. The- are the-
1: bad. Jaguars. So
0: yep. uh, beer,
2: I have locked the Cardinals to win. I think it's a pick them against the 49ers. So let's
0: go Cardinals. Yeah. It's still a pick them. Uh, all right now let's go to the rank. So the rank is going to be most hated athletes of all time.
1: Which we Uh, we should say that um, this was 100% inspired by the Aaron Rodgers news and us talking about it today and us all agreeing how much we dislike Aaron Rodgers. So I expect that to be on everybody's rank.
0: Absolutely. Um, So I'll go first. I'm going to go number four. It should be no surprise to anyone. Lamar Jackson can't stand the guy. (laughs) I, I don't get it. Everyone loves him. I don't think he's a good quarterback. I think that he is just flash in the pan. I don't think I'll ever win a big game in the playoffs. I don't think I'll ever win a championship. I just don't see it going. Uh, My number three is really hard because he could be number two, but number two is just right above him. Uh, Bubba Watson. I hate Bubba Watson. Uh, Also, I'm obviously a really big golf guy, so there's going to be a couple golfers on here. Bubba Watson, he's an absolute (laughs) loser. He uh, cusses out fans. He's kicked out fans. Um, he's really mean to his caddy, which makes no sense to me. He blames a lot of stuff on him, and he also uh, called players when he started using the pink driver for breast cancer awareness because his wife had breast cancer. He called them all cowards and people who root for cancer. That's an absolutely crazy statement, just because they didn't want to use a pink driver. I think that's absolutely bizarre. Uh, nice. My number two is going to be Aaron Rodgers. Absolutely can't stand the guy. He has haunted my dreams for my entire life, even before he played for the Packers. he I knew he one day he might ruin me. Um, he's an absolute loser. This COVID thing is really making him that, that more of it. Uh, him growing out his hair because of his Halloween costume, and he went super original with uh, John Wick. All he did was put on a suit and grow out his hair. Come on. No, right. <laughs> uh, then my number one is going to be Bryson DeChambeau. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau is my most hated – athlete, just because he has taken the sport that I love more than anything in this whole world, which is golf, and turned it to numbers, ones and zeros. Absolutely can't stand it. Listen to all the greats, Jack Nicklaus, Mary uh, Nicholson, sorry, and, uh, you know, Arnold Palmer, Tiger Woods, all the greats, all they talk about is feel. They talk about, you know, what they do with their hands, what they do with the body, and the fact that he is like, I'm going to use a protractor and get kicked out of a tournament because I'm a loser. He's a dweeb. I don't respect him. I don't wish ill upon him, but I would be okay with him never winning a major. So that is my top four.
2: That's good rank. Very nice. Uh,
0: Let's go beer. All
2: right. My number four, I'm going to go with OJ Simpson because he's a murderer and, uh, yeah i think it's insane that it's he just <laughs> is able to have like a public life and like people like he still makes money off his persona it's just insane to me uh that's number four <laughs> dude, is he went
0: to the game last week and people were taking photos with him yeah it's like he killed someone he wrote a book
2: What's that was like here? if i did it and it was like like dude like so bad it's like
1: so killed bad. some people and got away with it
2: yeah still that's, talks about it. Bad. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, number three, Jose Altuve. Um, he's a dirty cheater. Um, I don't like him. I'm glad he lost. It makes me feel good that the Astros lost the world series oh, because yeah. they're dirty cheaters. They've actually, you know, it must suck to be an Astros fan because you've never seen your team win a, win a world series. So like that sucks. Like, and they've seen team <laughs> I mean, can- lose the last two <laughs> as well. So sick. I hate
0: to say it, but ball, ball don't lie. You know, yeah. ball don't lie. They cheat. That's, they're that's not going to win.
1: That's water finding its level right yeah, there. Well, it's well, unbelievable. Water
0: always finds its level. I love it.
2: Yeah, it's, yep. I'm just, you know, the stars align. Jose Altuve better never win anything, ever. Like, I'm cool with the Astros winning once they fire everybody that was involved with that scandal. Then they can, then they're yeah. okay with me in my eyes. But you're keeping Altuve and those dirty cheaters on the team? Nope.
0: They still got four of them, you know, four out of nine. I need, I need less.
2: Correa is going to leave too. So hopefully like get some, up, get some more off the team. I'll feel a little bit better, but, uh, however, number...
0: if any of those guys come to the Cubs, I will welcome them with open. Uh,
2: it's the same thing. We when can, we, we brought uh, in Dallas Keuchel, you know, Keuchel was on the Astros during <laughs> yeah. that year. So we choose to look hey, the buddy. other way for certain specific yeah. situations. Um, yeah. And then it's kind of funny. AJ Hinch is like now the new big manager, like for the, for the, for the Tigers now. And like, everyone's forgot that he mm-hmm. was a cheater too. Um, mm-hmm. So number two, I'm going to go with Julius Peppers because he's a dirty goddamn traitor. Uh, Julius Peppers used to play for the Bears. <laughs> he came over, and I remember I remember where I was when he came to the Bears. I was so excited. We needed pass rush help. This dude is a Hall of Fame defense event. Plays for us, kind of is okay. He had some pretty good games, kind of games where he disappeared. And then what'd he do? He goes to the Packers. And he not only does he go for the Packers, he has a career revival for the goddamn Packers. And like... wins a bunch of crap he's like looked at it's like this like shining star in packer history is julius peppers like playing really well for them it's like screw you dude why don't you play well for us like that's i hate julius peppers and like i used to love him when he played for the bears now i just i hate him i hate him now because he's a stupid (laughs) dirty packer that is a goddamn traitor um not like amos amos is a little little bit different because we couldn't pay him but like peppers you're a dirty traitor um Number one, you know what this is. It's Aaron Rodgers, stupid Packers. Aaron Rodgers is an absolute idiot boy. It like, he it is astonishing about how little he cares about other people. It's astonishing. So this this doesn't surprise me. I'm like, oh, wow, he would be lying about his vaccination status. And like, I'm not surprised at all when like things like this in his social life, just like kick him in the ass again. Like, it just makes complete sense to me. So uh, that's pretty easy, though. Like. I despise him. He's ruined my life as a Bears fan, so
1: I love it. I love how your rank beer is just people who have like personally wronged you. It's not just like, oh, I hate this guy for this reason. It's like I have been personally deeply hurt by this individual and that's what makes me hate them
2: it's funny when we came up with this rank the first person to pop in my head was julius peppers i was like that's, <laughs> that's an interesting person to pop in my head but i'm like I ha- he has to go on here because screw him that,
1: that is that is
0: funny that you say that i was literally talking with one of my golf buddies about how shitty bryson DeChambeau was <laughs> i literally was like texting my buddy tom and being like i hate to so much And Because he used to be a fan. Now he's like, I agree that he's a loser. And then you guys texted that. And I was like, easy. He's on. Uh,
1: All right. My rank, a little bit more generic, but I think it still fits. Uh, Number four, uh, a little bit out of left field, but Lance Armstrong. Uh, Mm -hmm. So so Lance Armstrong, I was in sixth grade when the Livestrong thing really was starting to take off. Uh Everybody had a Livestrong wristband on. It was like a cool fashion thing. More than one. Um, yeah, he was he was winning all of his Tour de France's. Everybody was talking about the comeback story. He had that scene in that movie Dodgeball where he like talks up Vince Vaughn's character. And he's like, I could have given up when I was diagnosed with all this cancer. But then I, I got back on my bike and won the Tour de France seven times. And then he got confronted for doping. And then he lied about it. He said, no, I didn't dope. And then it came out that he did. And he did it a lot. <laughs> and it really just kind of, I feel like that was like one of those like growing, really big growing up moments as a kid to like look to a person, not necessarily like idolize him. It wasn't like, Oh, I had Lance Armstrong's poster on my wall or anything like that. But just like, Oh, here's a guy who like really overcame the odds, worked hard. And is now like a champion and is like revered around the world. That's awesome. It's like, no, he cheated to do that. So yeah, I don't like that guy. Uh, number three, I'm gonna go LeBron James. Um, so LeBron He he got into the league as an 18 year old. He was immediately an MVP. He has been one of the best players of all time. But he is just such a little bitch, for lack of a better term. He constantly is thinking, comparing himself to Jordan. He's always whining. He really flops. Yeah, he flops. I just, I think he, I think he could have done things differently. I wish he would have done things differently. And then I would have respected him a lot more. He's not as much of a a bitch as like Kevin Durant, but like it's, he's, he's pretty bad. Um, number two, I'm going to go Aaron Rodgers for all the aforementioned reasons. Um, yeah, just this last episode just takes the cake and yeah, I have him on one of my fantasy teams. I, um, Put him on the bench. I picked up Mike White. I might just start Mike White the rest of the season at this point. True like it. I don't know if I want, I don't know if I want that guy on my fantasy team. So uh and then number one is a different A-rod, the A-Rod, Alex Rodriguez. Um, he is really just not a good person. Um, so he constantly talks himself up. He got accused of steroids, got Uh, denied it, then got caught and was suspended for an entire season. He holds all these records, but all of it's tainted. He is a terrible announcer, but they continue to use him. He's really just like, he's so full of himself. And yes, he was a good player, but he cheated at it too. And I just, I don't, baseball's my favorite sport, and I don't enjoy seeing him as like a face or as a persona in baseball. He should be like all the other guys like Sammy Sosa, Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, um, Rafael Palmero that cheated and don't really have any association with baseball anymore. And for some reason he's just still around. Like he's just gotten a pass and it's mm-hmm. just, I, I really don't like him as a person. And then my honorable mention was, uh, AJ Pierzynski because I just don't like him. <laughs> like he's that.
2: our,
0: he's our bad. He, he was my honorable. He was my honorable mention. There you Michael, go. Michael uh, Barrett's
1: the worst too. So. Michael Barrett. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Barrett had a good, had a good punch on him. That was yeah. pretty good.
0: It oh. used to be my background on my old, like, what did I have? An Envy phone is like a little flip phone. Nice. Michael um,
1: Barrett, AJ Piersinski. It's yeah. pretty good. Um,
0: all right. Thank you guys very much for listening. Um, if you want to fall catalog donations, uh, you can do that uh, at fallcatalognight.com or you can find us on Instagram at fallcatalognight. Um, and then also we are gonna do our first ever merch drop. Whoa, it's exciting. Yeah, don't lose it. Um, it is gonna be only one type of shirt. We're gonna post it out. We don't know exactly when we're gonna sell them. We're gonna do pre-orders. And then every, uh, all profits and proceeds are gonna go to Multiple Myeloma Research. So if you could help out, buy a shirt, look swaggy, we'll make it cool. Um, so be on the lookout for that. And then follow us on all social medias. Like, comment, tell your friends. We'll see you guys next week. See ya.